Hi everyone, I'm Nadia McCarelli and I'm very excited to be presenting this episode to you. It is very unique and personal to me, so I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed creating it. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to radiate pure positivity, how to be strong for others, and how to stay optimistic when it may seem nearly impossible. I'm going to give you tips, advice, and tools you can hopefully implement into your own life at some point. If not, I'm sure there can be something for you to take out of listening to this short episode. For the sake of content, I'm going to split this episode into four chapters just to help it flow easier and so you can fast forward or rewind if you need to. Alright, let's get to it. Chapter 1 This first chapter is going to be about how to help deal with someone close to you who you think may be going through a rough time. That could be a friend, sibling, partner, whomever, but I'm going to talk briefly for a few minutes about just how to keep it cool for your struggling friend, because sometimes all they may need is just someone that they feel comfortable talking to. You can be that person. You just need to understand how to deal with certain situations. So without further ado, let's get down to business. someone close to you is struggling through something and coming to talk to you about it you have to stay strong for them the biggest thing you can't do is let yourself feel down with them for their sake you have to hold back all your tears and keep wiping theirs until they feel like they are somewhat okay again or at least until their eyes stop pouring water it may seem hard at first trust me i know but if you tell your mind that you have to be strong for them or that you can't let yourself be just as sad as they are you'll be that shoulder for them to cry on and the person who they know they can confide in Trust is key to a successful relationship with someone, and if they know they can trust you with their personal stuff, they know they'll be able to talk to you about nearly anything. This is necessary if you plan to further a quality friendship or relationship with this person that is confiding in you. However, it all starts in your brain. If you tell yourself to be strong and to listen to what your friend is telling you, you can achieve a very successful relationship. Sweetheart, don't look at me like that. It's going to be amazing. This is a disaster. Who's the genius who puts a girl in heels on a subway grate? Miss Monroe, eat a Snickers. Why? You get a little cranky when you're hungry. Better? Much better. This ain't will never make the cut. Morons. short little ad. Sorry for the inconvenience for anyone who's listening. Anyway, this is chapter two, which will be the chapter I talk about the most. I'm going to focus primarily on how to stay positive in the toughest of times. For me, I've always been a generally happy-go-lucky person, but I have had friends that have struggled heavily with depression, anxiety, and just plain self-hatred. At first, I was surprised that people could actually have these problems because I never really had been exposed to them until I had new friends in high school. So learning how to deal with friends who struggle with these problems was fairly difficult for me. But once I began to understand how it works, I'm able to show and tell others how to handle certain situations as well as I do. 
the last chapter, I talked a lot about having self-confidence in yourself to be strong. Well, nothing really has changed in this chapter other than the topic. Staying positive is rooted in what you overall think of yourself. If you don't think highly of yourself, it makes sense that you can be negative about things, or even a pessimist rather than optimist. So the first thing you need to do is try and create self-confidence, or for some, self-worth. This can be done in a variety of ways, like visualizing yourself how you wish to be, or doing the 100 days of rejection challenge. This challenge is famous for busting fear, by purposely making crazy requests of people in order to be rejected over 100 days. The purpose is to desensitize yourself to rejection. Busting fear isn't easy to do, but if you want to have fun while building up your self-confidence, this is a powerful way to do it. Starting with boosting your self-confidence will eventually lead to an overall better outlook for yourself. After you build up your self-confidence, it is then time to begin to build up others. Compliment one of your friends who you think can use a little extra boost for the day. Hopefully others will do the same to you if you start to feel less confident in yourself. I'm not sure if I mentioned this above, but kindness carries. It's like a domino effect. If you are nice to one person, they tend to be nice to another person, and so on and so forth. Confidence is just like this. By being kind and complimenting others, you are spreading the domino effect of positivity and self-confidence to everyone. So why not take the couple of seconds and make someone's day? It will not only make the other person feel good, but make you feel good in return for knowing the positive domino effect you have started. And there's your beautiful baby. Any day now. Really? You're eating Doritos? He's eating Doritos on my ultrasound. Do you see what I have to do? I know. Chapter 3 I'm going to focus on this chapter about how to give someone confidence with your words. In order to give someone confidence, you must first compliment them or tell them good job for something they've done. However, a problem you may come across is that the person may not take the compliment. They may contradict it and say, no, I didn't do a good job or no, I don't look good today. This is when you need to take a step back and start by slower conversational talking and slowly work your way back up to heavy compliments like that. Sometimes, when people are flustered or having a bad day, they tend to reject compliments, but you just have to do what I always say, kill them with kindness. The kinder you are, the more susceptible they are to catching the kindness from you and be in immediate better mood. So at the end of the day, you should take a few moments and go out of your way to compliment or make a gesture that could lift someone's day and who knows, maybe the rest of their lives. Chapter 4 This chapter is going to be probably very long, however, very significant. I'm going to talk about how to adapt a positive attitude. Research conducted at the University of California, Davis, found that people who work daily to cultivate an attitude of gratitude experienced improved mood, 
energy, and substantially less anxiety due to a lower crystal level, which is a stress hormone. You can cultivate an attitude of gratitude by taking time out of every day to focus on the positive. Anytime you experience negative or pessimistic thoughts, use this as a cue to shift gears and think about something positive. In time, a positive attitude will become a way of life. This will come naturally after some practice, but first you have to give your wandering brain a little help by consciously selecting something positive to think about. Any positive thought will do to refocus your brain's attention. When things are going well and your mood is good, this is relatively easy. When things are going poorly and your mind is flooded with negative thoughts, this can be a challenge. In these moments, think about your day and identify one positive thing that happened, no matter how small. If you can't think of something from the current day, reflect on the previous day or even the previous week. Or perhaps there is an exciting event you are looking forward to that you can focus your attention on. Okay, to summarize this episode up, I hit main points that talked about how to keep your self-confidence high so others can feed off of it. I also mentioned how to be the person someone can confide in by allowing them to have your shoulder be the one they can cry on. However, the most important thing you should take out of this episode is how to better yourself. Take the advice I gave you and implement it in your own life sometime. Anyway, I hope this episode helps you in a way that helps you use these tools for the rest of your life. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for next week's episode about how to keep a successful relationship.